Welcome, 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 welcome to My Life, My Choice. Um, coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Today is Wednesday, the 19th of September, 2018, and the hour is 1 p.m. So welcome, guys. Welcome to the show. Um, and Olivia, can you hear me, darling? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can. Okay, darling. Okay, guys, so it's been a minute since we've been here actually it's almost been seven weeks if i counted the weeks right so it's been a while since we've been on air but we've been doing stuff been busy making life happen um creating things all sorts of stuff has been happening for me and i believe for olivia too so that being said once again my name welcome and my name's dr wendy dearborn i'm your host and my co-host is olivia lashley coming to you live from london in the uk my Life, My Choice is a radio show or a podcast, as they now like to call them, is a podcast that's about me, it's about you, and it's about us being able to create the lives that we want to live, utilizing the power, our, our power of conscious choice to create what it is that we say that we want for our lives. So that being said, Livs, how are you, darling? Are you feeling a bit better? Because I know you were feeling a bit under the weather. Yeah, yeah, I feel, um, yeah, not, I'm, well, no, that's a lie. Um, yeah, no, I'm, you know how it goes when you've got flu, you've got flu. It's, I mean, <laughs> what, mm-hmm. what can I say? Mm-hmm. What can I say? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, it's like it, it gets better and then it seems to come back again. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know, there's obviously stuff that I need to work through. That's really what the bottom yeah. line is. Yeah, it's funny you should you should say that, you know, guys, and you know how we go here. We're going to, nothing's changing in seven weeks, so roll with it. Um, I, I was I was getting ready, actually, I just finished my uh, meditation this, mo- this morning, and a, a thought hit me, you know, yet again about um, illness, whether catastrophic or, you know, lives, um, I don't know, uh, something, a, a, a slight headache, uh, sinus, wh- whatever it is, and something hit me again. Whether again, catastrophic illness, life-shortening illness, to something that over a couple of days it will be done. And I thought to myself, or I, the, the thought, it was like, you know, anything that happens for us, or as we say, consider we consider it happening to us, is happening for us. And whatever illness we have, it truly is showing us what it is that we are doing. And it also gives us the information as to what we need to do in our lives so that the body, because the body isn't designed to be ill, but the body will become ill to show you what it's designed to do or what you need to do. And I, this morning, again, out of nowhere, it hit me. It came out of nowhere. It was like, you know, okay, so the body's showing you. The body is showing you. And so listen. And to ask the question, the, the all, for me, prevailing question is, what is this showing me? What is it showing me? So I just wanted to share that. You no, know, I, I I think you're right, Wendy. Because I think I was trying to think um, for myself. 
when the last time was that I actually had a cold or flu or whatever it is that I've got at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And what was actually happening in my life yeah. at that time. Um, but the one thing that um, I suppose it, it gives me solace is to know that I got over the cold, so I know that whatever it is, there's a, I can get over it because I did it last time. Um, but it's figuring out exactly what the trigger was that made it happen, why I'm sort of like in this situation once again. Mm-hmm. But one of the things mm-hmm. I remember saying before is, you know, when we have things that happen over and over again, the, the one thing that um, we can sort of like take away is that, like I just said, if you get over it, it means you're actually stronger than you were before. Yes. Yeah. But it's it's just it, it, it you can see it as oh I'm here again or you can see it as oh this is evolution this is my evolution you know I got over yeah. that part this is part but this you know this is this is chapter number two you know it's yeah. um it's just how you look at it really you know but it's, I like like you say I definitely believe that it's showing you something it's um kind of like a it's a, it's a, for me it's like a form of a, mes- a message. Um, mm-hmm. It's telling you something mm-hmm. about your life, uh, where you mm-hmm. are, where, you know, maybe where you want to be, and how to get there. It's all those, all those little things. So yeah, and mm. and also, you know, it, it's like the 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 very first time, and we'll use the flu for all intended purposes. You know, the very first time you had flu, blah 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 blah, it knocked you off your feet three weeks. Second time you had it, you know, based on the past experience, the body already says, and the mind already says, "Oh, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not doing this like that." And so then it's two weeks, and then it keeps getting, getting together, and or coming along, coming along, until such time that it's only a matter of days. And but every time you have this experience, you're actually learning something, as you say, Liv. You're learning something about you. And you actually, believe it or not, also strengthen your immune system. You also strengthen your immune system. So I just wanted to share that anyway because that's something that just popped up literally after I had, after I had done. Um, yes, you have. Yes, you have. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, um, yeah, after, after you... No, I just wanted to share that with you guys. Um, you know, just it's something that, by the way, so that might have been, you know, like something that somebody needed to hear uh, in reference to what was going on with them. But that being said, a lot has transpired uh, for me. And, uh, and it's all to the highest good even though if it, sometimes I didn't actually think it was good. Um, but it's all, it's all to the highest good. So anyway, today's show, we'll, we'll move right there. Today's show is what are you subconsciously choosing and co-creating in your life? Wherever you find yourself, whatever your current circumstances is, you have co-created this by the choices you have made, by the words you have spoken, by the actions that you have taken, and definitely by the deep-seated feelings you hold within your heart about people, places, and things. 
This is one of the hardest realities for people to accept, that they are co-creating what has and is currently transpiring in their lives. What makes this hard to accept? Basically, people look at their circumstance in terms of the end result, which is right. What they do then is assign their emotional seal of, is it right? Is it wrong? Who's to blame? And all the stuff that we do. Many people feel that to take ownership of their life and the part they have played in getting to their current circumstance is to condone behaviors, attitudes, and actions that have been perpetrated against them. But guys, this is really far from the truth. It's really, really, that is so far from the truth. See, you have a part in where you end up on a daily basis. You have a part in where you, where, where you end up. And your part in the co-creation process is driven by your choices, which are the deep-seated subconscious desires, uh, also known as the desires of your heart. So moving, moving into this, because that was the synopsis that I had written, so moving, moving into this, guys, it's really important to start, mm, to start taking ownership of your life. Start taking responsibility for you. Recognize that where you are finding yourself in your life is your accountability to yourself. I, there is so there's so much information out there, and most of it, most of it, guys, I'm going to say is good. Most of the information out there about creating your life spiritually, to uh, use the, using the the universal laws of attraction, using the law of attraction, using prayer and meditation, using uh, you know using the Bible, Christ, Buddha, Muhammad, Krishna, or whomever. The, the information out there, there's a plethora of information out there, and it's good. And it's good. But where people, in my opinion, lose sight of what it is, that, 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 or lose sight of how to achieve the goal is, people don't realize that they're co-creating through their emotional feelings, through their subconscious mind, through their conscious mind, through the actions that they've taken, through the words that they are speaking, through the things that they think. And some of these things may be fleeting, but they're fleeting enough to create some kind of emotional dynamic that creates a seal. And when that seal is created, put with choice, you have a reaction that goes forth into the ethos and comes back to you. And then you're like, I don't know how the hell this happened. Or I don't know why this keeps happening to me so important you know Liz, before before i get on a tirade because i'm getting ready to get on one today so is there anything that no i'm only kind of playing is there anything that you wanted to interject in? is there anything that you kind of playing it yeah um the one thing i would say that you know when particularly when something bad happens to someone something they consider is bad it's actually really hard to hear oh well you know yes. you you co- you've co-created this in you know with universal forces or whatever in into your reality uh, because 
people see it as a judgment that, that you know that they're being yeah. judged about something that they feel they have they have had perhaps no control, no control over. Of. Um, instead of actually seeing it as yes, they have had control over it, but because but but why it's happened is it's like a springboard. It's a springboard for them to get from A to B. Because things that happen invariably in our life, they're really empowering. But they're only empowering if we choose to see them that way. And yet we need a period of time where, you know, we go through the emotional wash of, you know, being angry and all all, all that sort of stuff. But after that, I, I, I believe it's really imperative to look at the situation and see it as something that is actually going to get you to what to, to whatever goal it is that you are trying to achieve. Um, but it can be hard, you know, hearing, oh, well, you know, if yeah. something heinous has happened to someone you, you, and you're kind of saying to them, well, you know, this is part of part and parcel of maybe it's not it's definitely not what you wanted absolutely not and it's not no one's saying that's what you deserve absolutely not but it's just the way it's come down the pike kind of thing to get you from a to b and it is an empowering thing because the majority things that happen to us that we actually think are sort of like really really bad uh, they can actually really go on to to lead us to into a situation you know to meet people places and things that are going to propel us to the goals that we're trying to achieve, you know. But we we and, we, and help we have, people in the process. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, yeah, help people in the process. But I'm I think um, the major thing is to be helping self because self. I think when yeah. it true intrinsically, if you help self, you help other people. I think when people go. Um, um, their 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 motivation is oh let me help other people I think something is lost it's to mm-hmm. me it's not it's mm-hmm. not an intrinsic thing it's not it's to, to mm-hmm. me it's not coming I, I'm sorry if I offend anyone it's not coming from the heart okay it's mm-hmm. it's a logical thing it's a logic thing you, you you look at life and you say okay well you must help nice people do this for other people nice people do that for other people and I think that's more where it's coming from more like, like a social the social dictates as opposed to mm-hmm. an intrinsic spiritual wanting to do something. So, see, with with the helping of other people, and I totally agree, Liz, you have to be on your path, pathway. You literally have to be on your pathway. And, and for me, you have to at least have an inkling that your pathway is your purpose and that you're passionate about what you're doing. And that's really what I feel about, because when I say about helping people, it's like, for me, and choice. Mm. I'm passionate about choice. Mm. Yet I'm very cognizant. This is my journey. Mm. Mm. This is, this but, is Wendy's journey. Yeah, but, but that's just, I think it happens intrinsically, the helping of other people. It just happens. It's, it's not something you mm-hmm. think, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do, it's not like a thing of, okay, well, I'm going to do this for people so that I get, you know, I get something out of it. Or oh, it, Liz, that, Liz. oh my God, Liz. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, it's a thing of, because the bottom line is we do get things out. We do, there, there is a, yes, there is a, um, there's a, there's a, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you know, there's a. It's uh, a payoff. You get a payoff, or you get a reward. Yeah. You get. They're, 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 it's it's, it's an a energetic relationship. exchange. That's yeah. right. That's right. 
That's it, right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, so you do you do anyway, but I think there's a difference between what you between. get back, but what you get back yeah. when it's a soul felt, um, intrinsic yeah. thing, and where it's a logical, socially dictated thing. And, and you hear a lot of people saying, "Oh, I'm always giving. I'm always people just take advantage of me and blah blah blah." But but where's it coming from? Where, I mean, exactly. Why? I mean, the bottom line is. Why do you do the things that you do? What is your agenda? What is your motivation? Yeah, yeah. Is it to be liked? Is it to get to the gates of heaven? You know, what what is it? What is it? And if it's them clause, (laughs) if it's if it's if it's a logical thing, then it's it's contrived. It's I'm I'm sorry, I I don't mean to offend anyone. It's it's more about manipulation than it is about. Loving your fellow man, the free, and the free, the free flow. Uh, uh, it, yeah. this, on 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 point. Why I was saying, oh, Olivia, Olivia, Olivia. Um, somebody in in the group had had asked me. They they private messaged me and they asked me, <laughs> had I had I seen this this particular speaker? Well, this dude, um, actually, he's from London, I think. Um, he, he's from London, and he was talking about the 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 laws of attraction excuse me the law of attraction let me get it right most of them don't call it the laws so he was talking about the law of attraction and and why it doesn't work and um the things that you have to do hear me clearly the things that you have to do and so when i start hearing what you have to do versus what's out there for you that you can do if you choose but when I start hearing that if you use this this particular program, it will work for you, already my antennae is up. So okay, I, I'm listening, and you know, you know, lives. Everybody's got the pattern, and they're they're they're, they're tapping it. You, oh gosh, mm. they're, they're, no, wait, wait, no. You know what, lives? Because I was going to skirt over this, but this is I'm not going to. There's the patter out there, and what people will do is they'll tap into your innate fear. Most people's mm. innate fear, their deep-seated fear, is that they'll never, ever have enough money to maintain and live a life of maybe quiet desperation. They, they'll never be able to survive. And then they'll tap into another fear of not having um, the... The, the ideal relationship, never being loved, truly loved or having a partner. And then they'll tap into the other one, which is health. So they tap into you on all or those three quadrants. That makes, it, that makes a triangle. They'll tap into you on those three quadrants because we are emotionally charged that way. We will never have a kind of relationship that we want. In a relationship or in relationships, we will not be accepted the way that we want, which is an innate thing because we come here from soul clusters. This is, the, the desire to belong isn't just a, a human thing. It's not a human thing. It's a spiritual thing. Plants like to be with their own plants. Animals like to be with their own kind. And so... so they tap into all of this stuff, all all your fears, and then then they they then tell you that your broker's a joke, and then of course they can say to you that if if you do this program, you can earn five figures. Earning five figures isn't about you knowing how to utilize the universal laws of attraction. 
That's just one part. That's just one part. And I do understand. Money is an energetic force that allows you, it gives you the autonomy not to worry about some of the mundane things that we choose to worry about so that we can move, move forward and, you know, uh, step into our purpose, do what it is that we are here to do. So yesterday, I'm listening to this dude, right? I'm listening to this bloke. And at first, you know, I'm listening and then I hear the thing. And then lives it's that same old bullshit funnel that they're putting out. You know, um, they're talking about whatever program it is. And people are on the, the webinar and they're saying, but you've used an acronym. What does it mean? Talking and they just keep saying, you know, just keep listening until the end. Just keep listening to the end. And I'll explain it then. Well, I don't have, I don't have. 60 minutes of my time to listen to you to come to the end of this thing for you to say give a snippet of what it is and then tell me in order for me to have the full effect or to to really get this I need to enroll for a six weeks course for the price of well it's now reduced if you if you enroll today it is now $49 instead of 579 Guys, this isn't the law of attraction. The reason why why people can tell you, people who are telling you that we have made, they have made, you know, five figures in six months is because mugs like you, and I said it, mugs like you are making this for them. You're gonna tap into a program that is theirs. That's right. It's it's their law of attraction, it's isn't it? There. Exactly. Mm. Like I said to you guys, mine is choice. And that's mine. And I recognize that. Can you, can you get stuff from me? Yes. Can you learn stuff from me? Yes. But can you ever have the experience that I have had with choice in, in regards to making money? Can you ever have that experience that I've had? No, you can't. But you can have your own. You can have your own. You know, I am so over people ah oh, god and uh, using emotional blackmail to get other people to buy their program and then the program doesn't work because it, that program that was established was a program that was established by the universal um co-creation process for them does that make sense Liv absolutely absolutely as I said it, it's it's it, it's part of their own uh, the person who is, has done it is part of their own universal attraction the law of attraction exactly. it's actually it's not about other people other people are the catalysts for them to actually attain their if, if their universal attraction is, is to, to to acquire money that's what the, the people that are um, go onto the program or buy the program. They're the catalyst for that person to achieve what it is that they want to achieve. Exactly, and they do. God bless them. Look at some of some of the 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 the, the gurus, and I wouldn't call them spiritual gurus, but they're money making gurus. Mm. Now they might have started out yeah. with, with you know yeah. with, with with the thing you know like I I lived in my car or 
you know, I I I hit rock bottom. I lost my job. I lost my house. I lost my my husband. I lost my kids. You know, I lost my car, which I was living in. You know, they might hit rock bottom, and when they hit rock bottom, they came to this truth, and this truth was for them. And based on what they did, working with this truth, with who they are, they co-created a life that had not only money, which is somewhere where they everybody sticks, but not only money, they built friendships. They built love for self. They, they created a friendship with self. They built love for self. They did all the things that they wanted to do. You know, people, they're always coming here and they're like, yeah, you know, I travel all over the world and this and that. And? And that's, that, that's my answer. And your point is? Mm-hmm. Well, you want to travel too. No, you're making an assumption that I want to travel. How do you know I haven't traveled already? And so for me, this this really is, and I'm going to start coming out the gate on this because typically, you know, I'll say my little thing, but no, guys, you need to stop it because the same way in which everybody who is selling you a program, the same way in which they found their way, the same way you can find yours, and I guarantee they are not teaching you the tools or giving you the tools to find your to find your way. Well, the the, the no, bottom I'm... line is well, sorry, Wendy. The bottom line is they can't give you the tools to find your way because one, the program is designed um, not 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 for the individual. It's de- designed for the collective, the collective people. So they're not seen as individuals. They're actually seen as they're actually seen as, as I said before, as a catalyst. But they're seen as in, as as um, as a collective. And the program isn't designed for individuals. So exactly. therefore, there's no there's no way they're going to be able to. I believe there's no way they can assist. They can assist, but the thing is, people have people have to put their own twist on it. They have to make a recipe from what you're from this part, that part, that part, the other part, for it to most probably to be able to work. And not only that, they have to interject stuff that is totally and utterly personal to themselves. Because because if they don't, all the program is designed is for the person that created it, and that and that slot. In the reality, in, in in our reality, in our universe, has already been it's filled taken. by that person. So there's no way you can fill that space because that space exactly. is already filled. But you can use bits and pieces from it. The information plus, plus right. your own your, plus your the own things that you own things that you get um you know intuitively or you know you might walk down the road and see something and it's related to you know what you want to do or what you don't want to do or whatever it is. You have to put your own spin on it. Otherwise, I, I, I think people can have a certain amount of um, success in doing these things. But it's not sustainable. It's yeah, not that's sustainable. right. I think. I think. Yeah. I think after a while, it's um, thing. You know, things can go as they say, tits up, because um, it, it's not about the individual. Yeah. And it's not. And you. And you're right, Liz. They go ass up. They really uh-huh. do, because it's not sustainable. Because it's not yours. And what everybody needs to understand is that in the co-creation process, and you are always co-creating, it's about you. You can't Mm. co-create for me. I can't co-create for you. That's not how that works. You know, I can't even do an abracadabra or or, or make a spell 
You have to believe in that process in order for it to happen. So it, you, you co-creating your life is about you and what you think about you and where you think you should be and what you think you should have versus what you think you, don't, you, you, you shouldn't have. You see, your life is about you. And I have said this on this, sh- on this show repeatedly. I cannot breathe for you and you cannot breathe for me. Now, can you assist me for a short period of time by giving me <laughs> the kiss of life if I need it? Yes, you can. But I cannot live on your carbon dioxide because eventually I'm going to die. So I can't eat for you and you can't eat for me. If I sit down and talk about I'm eating for you and I eat all the food, eventually <laughs> you're going to die. <laughs> you're going to die. Because you have to do for you guys. And at the end of the day, as Olivia said, there's nothing wrong with um, uh, uh, you know, utilizing somebody's program or utilizing something that we tell you here. But one of the things that you will hear on this show more often than not, more often than not, is simply this. Do your own due diligence. Mm -hmm. Because it worked for Olivia doesn't mean it's going to work for me, Wendy. And because it's worked for Wendy doesn't mean it's going to work for Olivia. Mm -hmm. Do your own due diligence. And when you do your own due diligence, you begin the process, a beautiful process of co-creating what it is that you want in your life. You know, yesterday, and again, this is who I am. It has to be total, total BS for me not to even acknowledge it. But when people in the group, they, they send stuff to me, I'll look at it. I'll look at it. And again, last night, this was last night, somebody sent me something in the group and started out talking all right. And then next thing I know, I, I hear the, the model. I, I hear the model of the funnel. And then I hear about the five figures. I mean, what is that bullshit about five figures? Why, can it, why can't it be six or seven figures? Why can't, you go, why can't you go for the millions instead of the hundred thousands? Why can't you go for the trillions instead of the millions? Because people have placed you in a damn box and they're telling you the only thing that you are worth. And that's not what the universal laws of attraction is about. That is not what the universal creator known to me as God or whomever your chosen deity is about. That is not what your life is about. Somebody telling you what box you have to fit in. Aren't you tired? Aren't you sick? Aren't you tired? Aren't you sick of people telling you what box you must be in? You're free. But if you work better... Coming from a box, hey, understand the box that you've chosen to climb into. Because the box that you've chosen to climb into can quickly become a sarcophagus. It can quickly become your burial tomb. So what are you consciously choosing and co-creating for your life? Wherever you find yourself, and I mean this, guys, wherever you find yourself, whatever your current circumstance is understand understand you have co-created it now when I say this this isn't one of these things where it's not a multiple choice question 
The things that I'm bringing to you, they're not multiple choice. The things that I am bringing to you in regard to the universal laws of attraction, spiritual laws, nature's laws, God's laws, Muhammad, Buddha, Krishna, um, whomever's laws, they are the laws. They are the things that have actually created that which you know to be your reality. From the world, from the table that you're sitting at, from the chair, from the thing that you're listening to, there is a fundamental process that is at work. And that is the law moving things into form and out of form. And it does so with... Um, it does so with uh, uh, organization. This is, this is an organized process, organized process, and it truly is. And if there's a step in this organized process that isn't right, things will take a different course. But it's an organized process. And to understand and to utilize the universal laws, you need to know that. It's not hear them, scare them. It's really quite simple. Complex, but simple. You need to know that. And for you to need to and for you to know that, there's work that you have to do, whether it's meditating, whether it's reading, whether it's contemplating, whether it's listening to um, you know, a, a, an assortment of people so that you can sit down for yourself, by yourself, and figure out what it is that works for you to figure out what you are doing to impact your life the way in which you're impacting it. It's, it's really important. You know, it, 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 it is so beyond time. It's so beyond time. If you keep finding yourself on the same treadmill and the treadmill or, or the same wheel, which is where the I think the laws of attraction thing came in, but the same wheel, and you are you call yourself running on this wheel, but you you you're neither going up nor down. It's the wheel that's moving, but you want to go up, but you can't go up because you're on this wheel, and it, every step you take, it just pulls it under you, pulls it under you, pulls it under you. Then guys, either you stop making steps that are taking you nowhere or you choose to continue to take steps that take you nowhere life is about choices and when you stop you can look at what it is that you need to do you might need to create I don't know some sort of grappling iron or something so you can throw this string and this iron to the top thing and pull yourself up you may need to just walk out the door and say, I don't want to be in this box anymore. But it's about you. It's about you and the ownership of your life. What, what are you creating for you? What actions are you taking? What, what, what deep-seated feelings are you holding in your heart? And don't get me started on that one. What deep-seated deep feelings are you holding in your heart? And what I mean by that is, what are your beliefs? What's the silent conversation that you have that, that, that runs through your mind? How are you speaking to yourself? And not only that, what the hell are you talking about? What are you talking about? In your head, 
What's the conversation that's going on in your head? You know, are, are you consumed by what's going on um, in politics? Are you consumed by what's going on in politics? Are you consumed by what's going on at your workplace? Are you consumed by what's going on for whatever, um, uh, what do you call this stuff? Uh, like e-entertainment. For, for, are you consumed by what's going on with people in the entertainment industry? What's consuming your thoughts? Are you consumed by, by illness and how unwell you are? Are you consumed by, if I woulda, shoulda, coulda? What conversations are you having inside of your head? Because once again, where you are putting your energy, and that includes your thoughts, where you are putting your energy, where you are putting your attention is where um, your energy will flow. Whatever you're giving your attention to is the intention that you have stated to the universal creator that you want to co-create. You don't like what's going on in your life, you need to check what you're thinking. And people find this, as, as you said, Olivia, people find this really hard. Mm-hmm. You know, because yesterday, uh, again, like everything, you know, I'm back on, on track. I, I went to Shaytree and I, I said to the ladies, I said, you need to understand something. I'm not your warm and fuzzy, rah, rah, ray, 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 everything's going to be all right. I'm not the one. But what I will tell you and what I'm telling you guys who are listening, the listening audience is everything will be all right if you choose it to be okay. Everything will be okay. You know, I, I did I did my little uh, my little pet talk and then I went into my talk. And you know who's listening or who isn't? One woman said to me, "Well, you know, do they have programs here for yada 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 yada?" And in truth and honesty, I don't know. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know, and I'm not interested because my program is simply this: reprogram your thoughts. And you'll reprogram your life. And guys, just so we're on the same page, I'm not saying it's easy. Would you say it's easy, Olivia? Uh, no, no, it's 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 it's, it's a lifetime's bloody it's work. It, it's not it's not hard. easy. But do you know it's what? Challenged. It's as you said before. It's um, it's simply complex. It, it's simple, yeah. but it's complex. Complex, but it's yeah. simple. It, it 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 very much depends. I mean, for me, it, you know, it comes in waves. You know, there'll be times where things run really smoothly, yeah. and there'll be the times yeah. where it's just like, yeah. what is going what the on? Hell? Yeah, yeah. So it's it, it, no, it, it, it's not. It, it's 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 as you said. As you said, it's the way for me personally. It's the way that I'm thinking at that particular time that puts blocks and boulders or yes. learning experiences which are the way you want to you want to you want to interpret it yes. in my way so that you know things so that I take stock I take note and sometimes I think um we do that we put things in our way so that we are cog- consciously cognitively aware of the growth we're cognitively aware of the processes that we need to take to be able to create. Because, you know, like sometimes something, things can just happen and they go along. You know, like they say, um, 
you know, mistakes, it, you know, they make you mm-hmm. stronger. That they, 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 you, mm-hmm. that you, you learn when you make mistakes. You know, if you go into a situation and um, you just know how to do it, uh, that's fine. But then when you come across something that you don't know what to do in that situation, it kind of floors you because you're used to mm-hmm. being able to just do it. So I think sometimes that's what happens. You know, it, it, it's making sure in a way that you are cognitively aware of how powerful you are. It's not mm-hmm. just accepting mm-hmm. it, it's actually being aware of it so that you, so, so you don't just accept it, you actually believe it. And, and, and I think see, that's, and that's it, Liv. And that's exactly it, Liv. You, you've nailed, you nailed it. It's about you believing it. All of this is about belief. It's all about what you believe. At the end of the day, what do you believe? What do you believe is true for you? What do you believe is not true for you will be true for you. Mm-hmm. As um, uh, Henry Ford, I think it was Henry Ford, um, said, um, oh, I can't the quote just ran out of my head. The quote just went out of my head. Um, but whether you believe it, if some, whether something's hard, whether you believe it to be hard or not to be hard, the choice is yours. The choice is yours. So, and, and that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. Are there things that you can do for self? Oh, and I need to address this because this popped back in my head. Are, are there things that you can do to, um, to uh, support you? In, in your belief, empowering up your belief. Yes, there are. However, that's an internal work. Mm. Your emotions, as, as we say on the show, peri- not periodically, all the time, your emotions have to be engaged. You have to be emotionally married, bonded, um, adhered to the thing that you want to believe in. Especially if it's something that's out of your realm. Especially if you're living and playing in somebody else's sandbox. Because they've told you that they can save you and clearly they can't. <laughs> they can't. No, I'm seriously. Can they? They, no, they, they can't. I agree. And look, I'm not saying that any of this is easy and I'm not saying but it's not without its its um its drawbacks. I'm not saying that you won't be scared. I'm not saying you won't be afraid. None of that. You will have every emotion that you've had and then some. However, on the right track, when you are doing the right thing for you, even though you're afraid, you may stop doing what you're doing But your subconscious self will start pulling on your conscious self and making you aware that you were really on the right track. You were really on the right track. You were really on the right track. And it will keep doing that. Your subconscious self won't tell you, hey, you've got to come over here and do this, 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 this. That's not how that works. But it will tell you this is this over here, this is an opportunity because you have said, you have stated in your heart of hearts that you want the house that rivals all houses 
that you've ever lived in. And so self, the subconscious self, has heard that. And the subconscious self, it don't, it don't make jokes. The conscious you will make jokes. The conscious you will use um, um, an analogy, you know, like, oh, that was bad. That was, she's wearing a bad dress, you know, and people will know, okay, that, that was good. You know, the dress is good, you know, uh, yada, yada, yada. Well, the subconscious mind doesn't do that. The subconscious mind understands the vibration of the word bad, the letters that have created that word. The subconscious mind understands bad to be exactly what it is, not a colloquial term to say, hey, this is really crisp, it's really good. doesn't understand that. And so therefore, your subconscious mind will definitely, as you had said, Liv, in, in an episode that we did, oh, snap, I want to say seven years ago, almost seven years ago, something like that, seven, eight years ago, uh, on the subconscious mind. You were talking about the subconscious mind being the workhorse. And, and that workhorse, it just doesn't play. Mm. It just doesn't play. Mm. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't understand the nuances of exactly. the human emotion. It, do, exactly. it doesn't understand that. Couldn't care less. That's right. Couldn't care That's less. Right. You, the, the, you, whole per, the whole... Sorry, go on. No, go ahead, Liz. Go. No, go ahead. and saying the whole the whole purpose is, is just to get you what you want. That's what it is. Exactly. It's it's not interested in anything else. It's just to get you exactly what you want. So what you what you say you want is what it will give you. It may, and depending on the caveats that you add to that, good, bad, or indifferent, that's why sometimes things don't run smoothly. Because of all the, you know, the internal dialogue you may have going on about that particular thing. Um, so it has to, you know, it has to navigate around those. You know, if you think of a river river and it's got boulders in it, it has to navigate all around there. And it, it, that's it, right, it changes the trajectory of the water. Exactly. And that's what happens. And then you get erosion here, erosion there, where normally if the boulders weren't in there, the river just runs smoothly. Did that make sense? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, no, okay. that no, perfect okay. sense, and okay. a really good analogy, perfect sense. You know, uh, there 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 are two things that I that I want to say, guys, and and actually more than two things. But that being said, somebody said to me the other day, Doctor Wendy, you you uh, Doctor Wendy, I'm sorry, they said Doctor Wendy, you always sound like you're you're telling telling us off <laughs> when when you're speaking <laughs> when you're speaking to us. <laughs> and I said, well, one, you have to understand I'm British, passionate about what I'm doing. And number two, if you feel like you're being told off, then you're being told off. And it's for good reason. <laughs> they were like, oh, oh, okay, I, I understand. I so they decided to go with the I'm, passion, I'm a pra- passionate okay. Brit versus them being told off, right? So that, that actually made me laugh. So where I was going with this is, if you hear me and you think, oh, my God, um, you know, th- that's like somebody said to me, oh, oh, gosh, some, uh, if I, I can't listen to your stuff in the morning. It, 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 you, it's just too much. And, you know, I started to laugh and I was like, well, don't listen. You know, I, that's, that's, I, why do I need to know that? For what, what reason 
Would I need to know that? And then on top of it, Olivia, I I would hazard a guess they don't know me well enough to, to know that I don't care. Mm. <laughs> you know, and that's the other thing, guys. Why do you care so much about what people think? But that's a whole other show by itself. One of the things that I did actually want to address is this. In regard to you doing, if if, if you're somebody who's out there and you are uh, creating programs, if you will, for people to assist and support them in finding themselves, finding their footing, and giving information, there's nothing wrong with selling your information. There's nothing wrong with selling your information. For me, on a personal level, when it becomes wrong when you sell your information is if you tell me your program is the only thing that's going to get somebody to where they need to be. If you are using a program that worked for you, thinking that you, that can work for somebody else, Olivia said it succinctly, in as much as only one thing can occupy a space at one time. That space, that program that has been created by somebody because they've used this program to get where they are, that space has been taken. That space has been taken. You know what, Wendy? Which Wendy's is why you... on, it go. doesn't work. Go ahead, yeah, the, the, What I was going to say is, because you went back onto program, this is something that I wrote before uh, when you were talking about, um, you know, you said, why not? Uh, uh, why not a billion dollars why not you know a trillion dollars you know yes. placing a limit yes. limit yes. on on things yes. and I think if you for me personally I would say if you're listening to you start to listen to a program and they have placed a limit on anything whether it's you have to do this or you have to do that or the other if they've placed a limit on it then what they're actually saying to you is that their program doesn't even work for them because they have placed Come a on. limit on it. A limit. If there was no, if if it worked, hundred percent, they would not place a limit on it. You I see, mean, when when go ahead, Liz. No, I was going to say because if it worked, invariably, it, like particularly with the law of attraction stuff, people that are doing that, that law of attraction stuff, or yeah, the law of attraction. Um, you know, if they, if if it worked for them. You know, they will actually be charging you. It'll be free because the fact they're charging that that fact they're charging you, they're telling you there's a limit to what they can do with their own belief in the law of attraction. Okay, because otherwise they will be free because they can create their abundance. So you already know the fact that they're saying to you, okay, well, you know, pay this money. Invariably, it's not going to work. Because it's a limit, it's a flawed system anyway. It's a flawed mm-hmm. system. And they actually don't even have enough belief mm-hmm. in what they're selling you. Mm-hmm. To say, okay, well, you know, here, take it for free. There you go. And you see, this, this, this is my thing with um, we, get, we come to um, organized religion, per se. What people don't understand is heaven is free. <laughs> Heaven's free. Heaven, heaven is free. You don't have to pay somebody for bricks and mortar or to stand up in a pulpit and tell you stuff. Heaven is free. Utilizing the universal laws, the natural laws, spiritual laws, God's laws, whatever term you choose to use, is free. As much as if you are telling me 
that I can only earn six figures by using your program. This tells me, as Olivia said, your program is already defunct when it gets out the door because it already has the parameters on it. And you have made those parameters. You're already making the six figures. So how the hell do you think other people are going to make it? And this is what I mean, guys, when I talk to you about the nuances of the universal law. Do you know if I, have cre- if I had created programs, how much money I could be making off of this? The universal laws are free. Heaven is free. You are free. Get out of the box. Understand that you are subconsciously choosing to co-create your life based on the things that you say that you want. Give yourself a checkup from the neck up. Are the things that you are truly pouring your energy into, is, do you really want this? Do you really want this? You know, you look at people who, I don't know, win, win, win the lottery or whatever, they come into, you know, a windfall of uh, a stupendous amount of money. And in reality, the money is really nice. It takes care of some of the mundane things in life. But the reality is they cannot get their selves together so that they can have a good relationship with anybody else because what the fundamental problem was before is still there. Mm-hmm. It wasn't money. It never has been money. It's the fact that you don't have a relationship with yourself. You don't love yourself. This has been the fundamental problem. So, you know, you get people, they get all this money and da 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 and the same bullshit that they had going on is the same stuff that they have going on now, only they have more money to throw at it. Your life is about you. Your life is about you and the things that you want. Know what it is that you are asking self for because self is Subconscious self is plugged into, if you will, the universal stream of things, the universal flow, the universal energy. And it's going to take what you say and at, at some level get a conscious response from you. But I'm here to tell you it doesn't always need a conscious response. It needs an emotional response. A conscious response is yes or no. An emotional response is, it does actually boil down to yes or no. Yes, I like this. No, I don't. But an emotional response will charge whatever you're believing, will charge your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind will do what it does best. Your subconscious mind, don't even joke, doesn't even joke. It will go forth on your behalf. And do what it is that you have said you wanted done. This is why many people wake up and they're like, I don't know how I got here. Well, what were you thinking? Not this. Uh, I have to say that's not true. Because at some level you had to have been thinking this and pouring emotional energy into it. Otherwise you wouldn't be here. Many people who, who their relationships disintegrate 
and it does so so badly. You know, I I I I look at you know a couple of my friends, and it, it's so public. It's so bad. It's public. It, it it and it's horrible. But somewhere along the line, this is something that you had actually thought, because this has happened to you. And people can look at me all live long day and say no 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 no. And all I say is, well, I honor what you're saying. What I will say to that is somewhere deep within you where you are not consciously connected to, this was a thought process that was going on. Otherwise, it could never, ever, ever manifest in your life. Ever. This is why you can have, say, a family of of 12. And each member of the family will do different things, yet still they were raised in the same nucleus. And, you know, it's like, oh, snap, wow, where did that come from? We weren't raised like that. Or why does this always happen to that one? Or why does this always happen to that one? You know, hey, it's all about what you think and believe. And once again, just so you understand and you're clear, we, that's Olivia and myself, are not condoning any behaviors, any attitudes, or anything that has, or actions that have been perpetrated against you, against your family, against your people, against your nation, against your country, against your religion. Against, no, it's not about that. And it's about you taking ownership, responsibility, and accountability for your life. It's about you recognizing that you are in the driver's seat in regard to co-creating your life. And people don't get that. You know, pe- people will tell me all, like yesterday, oh, all live long day, people are telling me they can quote the Bible to me, but yet still here you stand before me, not knowing what you're going to do. I don't get it. In the word it says, ye are God. But most people don't. They, they skip right over that. You'll be told what a sinner you are. You'll be told that without doing this program, you are unable to utilize the universal laws of attraction. You'll be told by doing this program, you'll understand the new thought ministry. You'll be told, told by doing this, you'll be able to pray better. By to, you'll be told all this stuff. But at the end of the day, you're not ever really told that you co-create your life. And it's my true belief that if people actually believed this, their lives would be a lot better. You know, like, oh, so I really, I got input on this? You mean I get a true say in the outcome? Or I get a say in the outcome period. Because the universal sources, the universal creator known to me as God, the universal sources or or whomever, whatever your chosen deity is, creates that which you ask for. That's the other thing. All the spiritual texts say the same thing. You get what you ask for. Even if you're asking in your subconscious mind, even if you're asking subconsciously, you get what you ask for. There are parameters with this, but this show isn't about this. 
There are some things that you actually uh, come into this existence to um, to experience. There are things that you uh, manifest based on something that you have or things that you have said that you want to experience prior to being born, prior to your incarnation. That in itself is a whole nother show, but that too is also a factor. That too also is a factor in what you do with your life here. That being said, the one thing that you have is choice. Choice reflects your state of mind. Your state of mind dictates that which will be manifested in. Where's your mindset? You know, I, I have clients and they're going through things, yada, yada, yada. And I'll say to them, you know, you really might want to consider meditating and or at the very least contemplating. And if not that, at the mi- bare minimum, write down what you're really wanting. Write down what you're really wanting. You don't want to write it down, record it. What does this make you feel like? Marry yourself to it. But the majority of people live, and I really mean this, they don't want to do this. They don't want to do this. Shoot, sometimes I don't want to do it myself, but the majority of people, they don't, they don't want to do this, and they really don't. But yet still, I'll hear the same story, Olivia. I've been hearing some stories for, what, 35 years, 40 years, same story. The only thing that has changed is our age. And I hear the same story. Same thing. And then the irony, the irony is, Liz, as, it, as it's coming down the pike now, they will have, uh, you know, say members of the family pass away. And then all of a sudden, somebody else comes in their life or somebody who is in their life, they evolve into the person who becomes the uh, 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 protagonist. No, the uh, they, they, they evolve into this person that, that, that they're having this issue with. It's like it transfers. You know, guys, when that happens, that's all you. Actually, it's all you anyway. But when that happens, it's you. You know, as the saying goes, it can be some of the people some of the time, but it sure as hell ain't all the people all of the time. So it's about you doing what you need to do. You're co-creating your life. You're co-creating your life. One of the things that I truly love is when people are really able to connect the dots. And I have to say that's one of the things that I am definitely, um, it's a gift that I have, and that's to support people in being able to connect the dots so that they can see how they arrived, where they're at. And it's not so much the how that I'm really interested in, it's the choices that they have made because the how really isn't them. The how is the universal creator. The what, the choice, was them. I find it so fundamentally soul-lifting when people get it. When they get that, for me, the first law in the universal laws of attraction is choice. The first and only law in the universal laws of attraction is choice. And they get it. They absolutely get it. 
I get a buzz and a charge off of, I, I take that back, I need to phrase this properly. What I get from that, especially if I've worked with somebody or they've listened to my listened to uh, my work, they've listened to our pod, or they've heard me speak somewhere, or what have you, and if they come back and they say to me, or I get I get an, a, an email or an instant message or whatever out of the blue, thank you, you helped me so much. I can really see with clarity. I can really see with clarity what it is that I am wanting what it is that I am wanting. And for me, it really allows me to know that I am doing what I need to do. I don't know if I said this on on one of the last shows, but I I, I always ask that question, you know, am I doing, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing enough? Am I doing the right thing? Am I doing enough? And, you know, do I need to do something different? What does it look like? Yada, 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 the whole nine yards. And I don't, I don't know if I said this before, Liz, because I went into one of the grocery stores, the Asian grocery stores that I, that I shop in, and there was my um, lady from Shade Tree. And I looked at her, and she looked at me, and I said, how are you? And she said, I cannot thank you enough. Mm-hmm. I cannot mm-hmm. thank you enough. And literally, and I know she wasn't meant to do this, she, she came from around the register. She came around and she said, I just have to hug you. And all the people were kind of looking like, what? what, what what's going on? <laughs> you know, and I didn't, I didn't say, because I, I realized, because I said, how's it going? And I don't do mm-hmm. this thing like, How's it going since you were last in Shade Tree and yell it? Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, absolutely. I'm like, how's it going? Because at first she she looked like, oh, what's she gonna? Nope, that's not my style. That's not my style. And she thanked me. She had tears in her eyes, brought tears to my eyes, and it was <laughs> like, okay, when you're on the right track. Because sometimes I never know, but I still keep doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I still keep doing what I'm doing. But that, that being said, because that was about me, guys, it's really important that you understand that your life is predicated upon the choices that you make. Understand that you do create, you do have a hand in the creation of your life. The creation process of your life where you have a hand is by choosing what it is that you want. Then the universal source, the universal energy creates it, it will move literally into form. And moving things into form, guys, is the atoms changing. As uh, uh, let's let's see if I can find this book here. As oh, that's the wrong thing. Sorry, Liz. As the, uh, there was a book that I've been reading or listening to. Um, I'll take your pick. It could be How to Manifest Your Desires. Um, the mind of money, um, the artist way, even even deep change, um, all, all all of them all of them actually say the same thing. All of them say the same thing. Literally, that energy when it moves moves into form, how it changes form is because the atoms are redistributed. The electrons, the protons. I said the atoms, the electrons, the protons, the neutrons. 
they, they moved about. But everything has the same thing. Everything is the same thing. It, it, it's just molded differently. The energy is molded differently. So one of the things, <clears throat> excuse me, that I do say, guys, and I will continue to say as long as I have breath, is this. You need to know the what and the how of the creation process. You need to know your role in the, pro- in, in, in the process of creation. And you truly do need to know your role. If you don't know to play in the sandbox, how to engage in the sandbox, you are not going to get the best out of it. Your role in the creation process is you are in charge of your what. Only you. Your what. And source, universal creator, God, Elohim, you know, Muhammad, Buddha, Krishna, whomever your chosen deity is, that whole spiritual energetic force, the field, if you will, the field, the field of potentiality, whatever term you choose to use, that is the how. If you could do the how and the what, your life wouldn't be where it is now. Your life would be totally different. Your life would literally be where you want it to be. But you see, we always try to do the how, and we haven't even taken care of the what. Our, our part in the co-creation process is to know with full clarity what it is that we want. So that as life unfolds, and life will unfold because we're always making choices, we are able to hold on to that with two hands or hold on to it without reservation or stand on it without reservation, stand on it without being knocked off so that the how can take place. You see, us being blessed, us being showered with blessings, Blessings, us receiving what it is that we we want, us having uh, what we want manifested is predicated on us staying the course. You see, because if, if we get knocked off of or become unfocused on what it is that we want, if we allow conflicting beliefs to, to penetrate and impact our thought process, that hope the creation process. You know, that, that, that's like putting up a circuit breaker. That's like putting up a circuit breaker. The electricity will not flow smoothly. That's like a boulder being placed, as Olivia was talking about the river. That's like a boulder being placed in the river or beavers creating a dam. The energy is still there. Some of it might even leak through. But for it to follow through smoothly and create that which you want, no, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. There are the universal laws in the law of attraction, the universal laws that make up the universal law of attraction, if you will. The laws are immutable, guys. They are unchangeable. They're moldable. They're malleable. Because you are an individual, yet they are resolute in what they do. They create. 
in order for these laws to be invoked, activated, whatever phrase works for you, they have to know what it is that they need to do. They have to have a focus for their intention and attention. It works both ways. It works both ways. Does that make sense, Liv? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, there was something I wanted to say, but it, it was going back to something you said. Actually, it was kind of like it was at the, the beginning of the show because you're talking about people using colloquials, or colloquial words, mm-hmm. and it got me thinking. You know, um, like when people when something good happens, people say, "Oh, it's bad," or "It's wicked," or "It's sick," or something like that. You know, and you know, you talk about words being powerful. You know, so say like take oh, you know, saying something is good. Oh, it's sick. It's sick. Sick becomes good. Okay, so the spiritual mm-hmm. implication is that good becomes sick or sickness. Exactly. You know? so exactly. On a universal Olivia. level, sickness or disease or disease is good. Mm-hmm. So it changes the dynamics of your social or physical reality. Because it sends it sends it sends it into a flux or chaos, but I mean and I'm not saying not to use these words, but because I think it's really imperative to quantify to the universe what your colloquial words actually mean because they do mm-hmm. have an influence. I mean, we as um, you know, society can change words, you know, you know, out of our yin yang, we can do whatever we want mm-hmm. with them, but there is a <laughs> price to pay for it exactly Olivia. because words have power they're not just there they're specific exactly and they relate to a exactly. specific thing and, and it's really important energetic that's right strength. frequency exactly 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 it's really important to realize that i mean say what you want but you need to qualify quantify it if you're going to if you're going to say stuff like that, you need to quantify it. I mean, you look at I suppose every generation every generation can say this. You look at the state of flux that the youth are in at the moment. Come on, you know. Come I on. mean, has it got something to do with the colloquial? To do with the language, use? exactly, exactly, exactly. Because our words are powerful, and mm-hmm. they act on us in ways that we have. Look, the only thing that we do have in order for us to create what we want is the power of our spoken word. That's what we have. Absolutely, absolutely. Whether, whether we are unable to speak, whether we are unable to hear, we talk to ourselves inside. We are the first voice that we hear and we're the last voice that we hear in our head. We hear ourselves even before we are, are cognizant of being able to hear ourselves. We speak to ourselves. This is how powerful we are. This is how, this is what I say, guys, you know, there are 26 letters in the alphabet, 21 consonants and, and five vowels. Out of that come the issues of your life, both good or bad. How you string them together. How you string them together and what you say. This creates the life that you live. This creates the life that you live. 
where I'm going with today's show is simply this. Figure out what you want for yourself. And when I say figure out what you want for yourself, ask yourself, what is it that I'm wanting for me in this moment? Then you need to marry yourself to it by what you, you need to be able to paint a picture in your mind of what this looks like. So what does it look like? You need to be able within your inner self, you need to be able to determine what this really feels like. What does it really feel like to you, this thing that you want? You know, and then what does it sound like? What does it sound like? What does it smell like? This thing that you say that you want, you want a car. It's a new car. What do you want to smell? Do you want to smell um, leather? Do you want to smell pleather? Do you want to, what do you, what are you wanting? Then marry yourself to it so that you can harness your belief. So that that deep seated feeling that you're holding within your heart, this thing that you say that you want, it's truly there. So that you can consciously then say to self and to the universal creator, this is what I want. Let's do this. Let's co-create this. This is what I want. And not to belabor a point, for me on a personal level, one of the reasons why I started with the laws of attraction and laws plural in action because this was a true deficit that I've really been seeing all the way along. People are telling you, uh, recite this affirmation, which affirmations are absolutely brilliant, but understand what affirmations do for you. Affirmations actually help you to believe in the thing that you say that you want. They help you. They're part of a support mechanism for you. But you see, an affirmation can't get what you wa- can't get you what you want until you believe that affirmation. And therein lies lies the rub. People will say, "Do this and do that," but what they have neglected to say is that you have to be a part of the process. And being a part of that process means that you become the thing that you say that you want. Don't just look at it. Become it. Become it. What were you going to say, Liv? Nothing. What did it do? No, I wasn't going to say oh, anything. I, no, I actually thought you were going to say, but mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say something. But anyway, that, that being said, uh, so I'll ask you, Liv, anything that you wanted to add here? Um, add, subtract, contract, expand? <laughs> no, there's nothing I can think of at the moment, Wendy. Okay, all right, guys. Well, um, thank you for listening. And if you felt like you got told off today, then you definitely did. Um, so I'm, I'm good with that. That that's that's going to be the kick for the rest of the week. <laughs> um, so I'm 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 really I'm really um, glad to be back on air. It's really important for me, at any rate, for you to at least start a dialogue with self about your subconscious mind your conscious and your subconscious mind. What are you really choosing for yourself? Because whatever you are choosing that is in your heart of hearts, whatever you are choosing that you truly believe is going to be the thing that manifests in your life. Your belief 
your true wanting, your true desire, is part of the co-creation process. Co-creation means that you and somebody or somebody else are creating the life that you are currently living. The life that you are currently living has only manifested in the way in which it has based on the choices and the beliefs that you have. Hard pill to swallow? Yes. The truth is the universal truth. Not my truth. Well, it is my truth. It's not something I'm making up. This is a universal truth. This is nature's truth. God's law. This is a law and it's immutable. Malleable, but immutable. So guys, take a look at your life. Have this conversation with yourself. What are you wanting? And I, I can just see all my clients with their head, with their eyes all rolling in unison. Like, <laughs> yes, yes, we know. You know, what are you wanting? And then marry yourself to it. Engage your five senses. What does it look like? Paint me a picture. What does it feel like? What does it sound like? What does it smell like? What does it taste like? You have to know these things in order for you to believe these things. If your senses are not engaged, and I mean really engaged, it will mean nothing. It will mean nothing. So on that note, I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and you have been listening to an episode of My Life, My Choice, and we have been talking about what are you subconsciously choosing and co-creating for your life. My co-host has been... Olivia Lashley from London in the UK. And yes, we shall see your face in this place, or at least your, your eardrums at any rate, in, <laughs> in this place um, next week. Same time, same channel, and I'm going to go out on my um, dub spirit. You thought I was going to change the music, didn't you? Yeah, I did. You thought I was going to change the music, didn't you? I ain't changing it. I love my little reggae dub spirit. It's all right, isn't it? It's all right. Anyway, no, I'm not playing Bob Marley, so you can do it. Bye. All right, bye. Bye, guys. Bye.